Hey, Uppercut listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will have a new episode every Friday, so we hope you tune in. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of The Uppercut, brought to you by Out of Pocket Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Uppercut. This is episode four, and we have a, a lot to talk about today, and it's all good stuff. We're going to start off with the recap, Bare Knuckle FC with the Mike Perry-McGregor face-off, Mendez versus Alvarez. After that, we'll have in the news, McGregor Chandler, the ultimate fighter, coming out this month. Then we'll have the countdown, greatest UFC lightweights of all time. And we'll have updates for UFC 288 once again because <laughs> what else? What else cannot go wrong in there? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for real. And after that, we'll have fight week UFC 288 final thoughts, and we'll have futures UFC 290. The main card has officially been announced. And then we'll have in the news Francis Ngannou and the one championship no longer in talks. Final. I mean, not not finally. After that, we'll have making the fight Kamaru Usman. Who should he fight next? Fight week, Canelo Alvarez versus John Ryder. And then finally, who would win? Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. And we're going to head into the intro. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We are super excited for what we have in the future. We are growing on Instagram. Our clips are coming out now. We're starting to get right into the groove of things here. And we are super excited to for what we have in store. But uh, we're going to start off with the recap. Bare Knuckle FC, BKFC41. This was actually a really cool card to this watch. was so cool bro I, I i like bare knuckle i mean it's so dangerous dude it's like crazy <laughs> but it's it's always so entertaining because it's just boxing like they don't really do anything else yeah they don't yeah. they can't do anything else yeah, it's like it. when they fall down you, it's like boxing you have to back off yeah but like dude like if you land at all like you're probably gonna fall because yeah it's like it's, it's like hard it's hard like i was watching the alvarez uh mendez fight they were yeah. going down a lot yeah and that's why we split decision because it was kind of hard to tell but i mean yeah and when it, it was a five rounds but decision for alvarez uh and chad mendez actually retired after the fight yeah. Quot- quotation saying i don't need to be doing this shit no anymore <laughs> dude his nose was sideways in the press conference <laughs> bro that's like that's hard like you get cuts everywhere and like even the stuff i forgot this, what's it called they put on your face before the, the vaseline fight? vaseline yeah. that barely even helps with the bare knuckles yeah no not at all you're like if you get hit you're either falling down or you're getting cut because <laughs> it's just so it's like a sharp hand hitting you as hard as possible <laughs> and it's a fast hand too because like those gloves even if they're just four ounce gloves that they use in the ufc like they still kind of slow down your punch and it's a ufc champion that yeah i know you. it's it, it's just like that flipping fist is coming right <laughs> in your face at like 20 miles an hour it's crazy I, I remember i was watching the fight and you could hear mcgregor he's like yelling uh he yells uppercut to someone and alvarez heard him and he uppercut and knocked him down <laughs> And then after Alvarez pointed at him in the, in the audience. So, why is McGregor always coaching on the sidelines? I don't understand. I feel like he's just coaching whoever's winning at that moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Because like he, I mean, he beat both of these guys in the UFC. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so he had no bias. Yeah, not at all. But speaking of McGregor, uh, after the Mike Perry fight, him and Perry faced off and yeah. they gave the belt to McGregor. <laughs> McGregor hasn't even fought in this yet, and he's holding the belt with the face off with Mike Perry. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, it was perfect. It was so perfect, bro. Why is he there? I mean, yeah, why is he there? Like, is is this a sign? UFC doesn't like that. I bet. Oh, I doubt it. I <laughs> highly doubt they like, like that. that. Yeah. They're probably like, ah, oh, no, 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 McGregor, you can't be doing this. But Man. the Mike Perry fight was actually good too. He broke Luke Rockhold's teeth. Yeah, in the fight. Oh my gosh, dude. Like, dude. This, that was crazy. This fight club is insane. Yeah. Like, it's actually how dangerous this could be. How it is uh, like allowed to happen yeah, baffles me. Especially now that it's getting it's start gonna start getting a lot more popular, I feel like. Especially now that there's UFC fighters going into it. Yeah, UFC's gonna yeah. have some trouble with that. That's pro that's what I think is gonna be their biggest competition in the future now. Yeah, especially like yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Especially if like they they will be definitely able to pay UFC fighters what UFC won't pay them, but like in the future, not now, of course. Yeah. But uh, it will definitely for now. I can see it being retired UFC fighters coming in. It'll yeah. probably be the older scene, mm-hmm. like it was with the two main events. That's what got it so big. Uh, but other than that, they're gonna have to get either up and comers 
that uh, won't be accepted in the UFC or like they need to take people from Bellator, one championship. Yeah. Uh, something like that. But uh, it is really interesting. I would, I'm excited to see their future events. It'd be cool to see Gaethje fight in bare knuckle, dude. Dude, after he retires from UFC. That'd be sick. He could become a champion. <laughs> yeah, because Gaethje's crazy, man. That dude's a monster. Yeah, and like you don't even need to wrestle. So like yeah. the people, who, the the fighters who couldn't like get championships because of like Khabib, Oliveira in the yeah. UFC could easily come and get a championship here. So question, do the weight classes, are they kind of the same within would, bare knuckle? Because like I'd so. imagine so. Like I would think so because Mendez and Alvarez, wait, were they the same? No, they were actually, Mendez was under Alvarez. Alvarez was lightweight. And then right. Mendez was featherweight. Or wait. Was no. it yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think so. I mean, but I'm not gonna lie, Mendez looked big in this. He definitely I mean, went yeah, up. He, he definitely def- beefed up for sure. Yeah, so I, I would think it's the same. Cause most like lately it's they've all been practically the same, just boxing, like professional boxing is like weird because there's so many. Right. But like my, the reason why I ask is like the like what imagine some heavyweights going into this like oh, imagine Ngannou that, yeah, I know, like, <laughs> it would kind of be very hectic but Dude, like Ngannou versus Tyson Fury <laughs> bare knuckle <laughs> oh no oh dude that's crazy that, that would, would be, break the internet dude that's that insane would be so cool to watch but dude. uh other than that that's basically all that happened at BKFC we'll see if McGregor comes into it after he leaves UFC yeah but uh next we have in the news keeping on the McGregor subject it's the McGregor versus Chandler ultimate fighter. It is premiering March or May 30th, the end of this month. I'm actually super excited for this show. This is going to be big. Yeah, this like, might be one of the best ultimate fighters. It I mean, might be the best. Yeah. It, I, I, in the in my opinion, the best one was whenever he was on it with Uriah, with Uriah, Uriah Faber. Yeah, that was the best one in my opinion as well. And it's just because McGregor is just so freaking but crazy. Everyone loves the water. He is the showman. Like, yeah, he is, he is. He is the UFC. Yeah, he uh, yeah, very, <laughs> in, in a lot of and more ways than one. Yes. Yes. And he knows how to make a show. And apparently they were chill before the show. But now, like, there's news that there's a lot of tension between the two. I'm and there's, sure like, it's to build it up, but yeah. in it. But uh, there was a lot of stuff, like, controversy that was going into this. Like, McGregor was already picking his uh, fighters <laughs> yeah. on the show. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm excited, dude. He this did, is going to be awesome. He did not want to lose again. <laughs> Definitely not. But uh, it does premiere this, uh, this month at the end of the month on the 30th. I'm excited to see it. We'll talk more about it as the show goes on and as episodes come out. But we're going to head into the countdown. Greatest UFC lightweights of all time. We both have different ones. We only have two of the same. Yeah. And uh, let's start. Let's start with you. Yeah. Uh, for my five spot, I I mentioned earlier. I said Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Um, he's still somewhat active right now, but like, yeah, he's he's one of the better strikers in lightweight right now, mm-hmm. if not the best striker in lightweight. Dude's just a monster. He's so hard to, to so take his down. his last title run. Yeah. I, I think that his, uh, the reason why I put him at five is just because his, his biggest downfall is his wrestling ability. Not that it's like completely non-existent, but really like if he's not able to defend himself going down and he does get put down on the ground, it's going to be a lot harder for him to come back because I mean, wrestling just takes so much out of you. Yeah. It's probably takes more energy out of you than, you know, throwing your hardest hook or something like that. Yep. So but, that's his downfall against Khabib and Oliveira. Exactly. And, um, he lost to Chandler too, right? He lost to Michael Chandler as well. Did he? No, I think he beat. I think I think he might have lost, but I don't. I don't know if that was because of wrestling necessarily. Yeah. But um, Chandler's more of a striker. Yeah, I just hear a lot of people give Gaethje a lot of credit for his striking and boxing ability, yeah. and um, even people like like Rogan or uh, I'm pretty sure Dana White. Oh, he did win. Yeah, he did. He win. did beat Michael Chandler. Okay. Um, but yeah, even Dana White um sings J- Justin Gaethje's praises a lot and. Um, he just he he was on the Usman Leon Edwards card. Yep, and he destroyed that dude. Yeah, like, Fiziev. Yeah, it, it it was pretty awesome because it was nonstop action the whole time. They yeah. just stood up and just you know fought each and other. And Fiziev is an up and coming like very yeah good he's fighter. yeah he's gonna be really good in the future for sure. But yeah, that fight was awesome. But yeah, that's my five spot. At my five fo- spot, uh, I have Jens. Pulver, Valid. the first lightweight champion in the UFC. He's still regarded as the best lightweight, fi- one of the less lightweight fighters in history in MMA. Uh, Pulver beat Kawa Uno at UFC 30 to become the championship, the championship fighter for the lightweight division. Uh, he defended his belt against Dennis Hamilton and uh, BJ Penn two times, and he's never lost a belt in the UFC. The only reason he got stripped from him because contract disputes and he left. Yeah, but uh. He his reign was unstoppable. It didn't look like anyone was going to beat him. 
but unfortunately we didn't see it happen uh him fight anymore but i do think he is he should be on here just because he was the top dog yeah the first time and he hasn't been beaten but yep. i really agree with the geishi one too he was definitely an honorable mention for me yeah i think i think with this whole list that you'll see is like really these can go either way but jen's pulver is definitely a very valid pick yeah um you can go ahead with your four at my four i have charles Oliveira. uh he has beaten Big names in the division, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje. And he beat Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje kind of with ease. Like, he submitted yeah. them. Like it was pretty easy for him. His jiu-jitsu was just so much better his, than them. His jiu-jitsu in the UFC is, like, I think it's probably the best. It's, yeah, it's definitely, you could definitely make an argument that it's one of the best. Like, sure. he, he is, like, when he's on his back, it, he's, it, like, most fighters, it's over for them if yeah. they're, like, on the back. But him, That's, other like, than where the, he shines. Yeah, almost, other yeah. than the Islam fight, of course. Yeah. He like shines on his back, like yeah. you said. He knows how to get out of it. It's like him tricking them to come at, yeah, at him. He just like but, lures them in. Yeah, he lures them in. And then compared to Khabib, many said that he could have like before he lost Islam. Mm -hmm. People were saying, could Oliveira beat Khabib? Like, could he have ended Khabib's I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> undefeated streak? Because like he was on an eleven fight win streak in this division, yeah. which is really hard. I don't necessarily do. know if he could beat Khabib, but I, mean, I don't know. I, I would have. I'm. I have to say I am totally different than I was before he lost Islam, which I would say, yeah, he can definitely beat Khabib. But now after he lost it, lost Islam, which is basically Khabib 2.0. Yeah. I and like, I think I Khabib's better than Islam. I do. I also I also think so. that. But Islam's, I mean, Khabib's dad didn't think so. Oh, really? Yeah, he always said Islam was his best fighter. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> Khabib just comes back at the UFC. He's like, oh, let me prove it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my number four. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, I put I put Poirier. Um, yeah. You're probably going to see a lot, a lot of strikers in, in my list um, just because that's usually what I gear towards whenever I watch fighting. But yeah. Poirier, he he uh, was, is 2-1 against McGregor. Um, beat McGregor soundly the last couple fights. I mean, I know the, I know the whole leg thing happened but um i still think that poirier would have completely beat him poirier also had a very good solid solid fight against khabib mm -hmm. he loses but he almost he almost submitted him he almost yeah he exactly he almost beats khabib like on <laughs> yeah like at his own game and that was crazy because poirier is like one of the better and you could even make an argument that he is the best boxer in the ufc yeah so it's that's why he, he's at my number four i just have so much tremendous respect for dustin poirier just because he puts in so much work and that work definitely reflects in every single fight that he's in yeah he's so. honestly probably my second or third favorite fighter i love Port the only person i root like the only time i root against him is when he fights mcgregor yeah. because mcgregor is my favorite right but uh I mean, Poirier's wife is in McGregor's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's in the DMs. <laughs> he's literally sitting there with his ankle split in half, and he's still talking with smack. the after party at the Wind Nightclub, baby. Your wife's in me DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, man. It's that so perfect. A, it's un so unfortunate for McGregor. He snapped his leg. I was like, damn, this, that is not how you end a trilogy. Yeah, like, it's really not. We need another fight with them. Yeah. But that is... That's a great pick for the number four. But at my number three, I have Frankie Edgar. He was in the division from 2005 to 2012. Yeah. He was 14, 3-1. He beat BJ Penn three times, taking his belt once and then defending it against him once. Yeah. Uh, He went on to defend it again against Gary Maynard. He also beat Charles Oliveira. Right. But it wasn't in the division, unfortunately. Yeah. I just think that's super impressive. It was in the featherweight division, but I think uh, he's had he had a good title defense run. I think he defended it three times in total, two or three times. I think you're right, yeah. But uh, uh, I just think he, he's up there at uh, the uh, top three. Yeah, Frankie Edgar's a valid pick. I would even I would even maybe switch him with my third pick if I really want to. It really just depends on the day. But this time I put Eddie Alvarez as, yeah. as my three um, just because – before Connor, before he fought Connor, like he was regarded so highly, like he was, he was like the dude in yeah. the, in, in the light, in the lightweight division. Like he was the guy, he was champion for quite a lot, but quite he a while. Rafael dos Anjos, right? Yeah. He, he was, he was champion for quite a while. Still really good striker and also has pretty decent wrestling ability. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, he comes in and he fights his heart out and, uh, I don't know. I just, that's, that's just another, he, him and Poirier, I kind of have the same opinion on just like tremendous respect for how they fight. Yeah. And so. Eddie Alvarez was a fun fighter to watch and like he proved in the bare knuckle too. He's still a good fighter. Oh yeah. He's still, yeah, he's still a killer for sure. Yeah. He knows how to fight. It was all, it's always fun to watch Eddie Alvarez, but at my, this is where we get the same, yeah. at my number two and his number two, we have BJ Penn. Yes, sir. He might not. 
be good now or no. at, towards the end of his career. He has like 14 losses. I think his, yeah, his record like, was pretty close. It was really bad at the end of his career. Yeah, he went but, on like a long losing streak, which is sad because like his title reign was arguably one of the best in UFC history. You could make an argument that BJ Penn is a goat. You could. Yeah, you really could. It, in his prime, he was the best. Yeah, like he he was so dominant in this reign. He went on, I'm pretty sure it's the longest or tied for the longest one streak title defense in uh in lightweight history. Yeah. Uh, of course, I think Khabib could have beat it, but he retired early. Yeah. But uh he got his belt beating Joe Stevenson. Then defended it the belt three times against top division fighters. Like these were the top dogs, Sean Shirk, Kenny Florian, and Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez. And they are all by stoppage. Like, it was it was, was not too. to the judges, but it, he's he ended them in those yeah. fights. Oh yeah. Which is insane. Yeah, and his prime that's another person that uh I hear talked talked a lot about nowadays, like on certain fighting podcasts or even Joe Rogan mentions him a lot. Um that you could definitely make an argument that BJ Penn was was or like probably is one of the goats that to come out of the UFC yeah. for sure. It's just super um, unfortunate how his downfall went. Yeah, I know. It just it was a long, long losing streak. Yeah, it's like eleven to fourteen somewhere in that range. Yeah, it's really disappointing. But our number one, I think it's obvious. Yeah, it's Khabib Nurmagomedov undefeated beat the number one contender in uh, McG- I mean Dustin Poirier. He beat McGregor. Uh, then he uh vaporized. <laughs> that's what I read. He vaporized uh Justin Gaethje at UFC 254, which he did. It, that was Gaethje didn't have a chance in that fight. No. I'm not gonna lie. He, no, not at all. His dad passed away. He had something to fight for. Yeah, like Gaethje. Even like I, I feel like Gaethje was like, oh fuck. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, oh, I can't win today. This, but uh, he has something to really fight for in this one. I damn, in, that's tough. In my opinion, he is. Definitely the best wrestler to come out of the UFC. You can obviously make a very good argument that he's the GOAT. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's obviously John Jones, yes, but I mean, still, like, even whenever we're talking about lightweights, it's just like the whole the whole UFC scene, you could 100% make an argument that he is a GOAT, went undefeated his entire career. Yeah. And he was the best. I mean, he was he was insane. And he put, yeah, whenever he fought McGregor, because um, I remember watching that. I, I Me and my friends, we took a whole squad over to uh i forgot what the restaurant was but we went there watched the fight it was packed because yeah. everybody was so hyped and everybody this was is the going, biggest fight in history it was so huge and everybody was going for mcgregor and then i remember seeing uh an overhand right from khabib knocking connor down yeah. and i literally put my hands on my head and opened my jaw like <laughs> because he just beat Connor at his own game, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and he was—he's not like the best striker. Either. No, he's, he's not. Like McGregor was known as the best striker in the yeah. in the whole UFC, and like he had a strong punt, like he had a strong jaw. Yeah. So it was really surprising to watch. I I was so disappointed in watching this. Like I honestly, in this fight, I was so for McGregor. I hated Khabib. Yeah, I same. Like, uh, like, <laughs> fuck Khabib. I don't like him. <laughs> McGregor all the way. He has no chance. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, dude, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> oh man, I wanted McGregor to win so bad. But like, looking back, like it's a very like dominant performance, and it's yeah. very well respected as well. So, bro, and all the shit that happened going up to it, like Khabib like slapped one of McGregor's friends. Yeah, and I remember uh, like the guy told McGregor, McGregor loaded up a plane full of Irish guys, and they went, <laughs> they went to his bus, yes! and they were like throwing chairs at it and attacked the bus. Like, oh my gosh, it was war. It was, it was literally war. This is the like the most insane fight in UFC history, yeah, like the hype up for it, the build up, was all crazy. the shit that happened for it. And then I just remember reading the first time I read Khabib wrestled bears as a child. I'm like, shit, this is going to be really hard. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. I mean, cause, cause McGregor, you know, for a little bit there in his career, he was pretty good at defending wrestling. Like, I was, mean, he did do pretty well yeah. against it. Like he, there was time he got out of the, re- of the clamp, yeah. the clenches and stuff, which was good, but just like, that rear naked choke yeah, it's, is so it's, hard. Oh man, Khabib is a is is a monster. He's a monster. He just knows ground. how to. He just knows how to work your way around someone yeah. to get his arm under their neck or at their jaw to like submit them. And it's insane how he does it with it, like he does it with ease. It looks like yeah. Every, most of the, I mean, I've I've fight. heard people even like compare him to like being the Floyd Mayweather of wrestling. Literally, yeah. I I honestly I think so too. Yeah, because he finds it. He finds every opening that's that's there possible. Yeah. You know? he, he is the like the greatest wrestler in my opinion. Yeah, but it's like you could tell that is obviously our number one. He, yeah, he has dominated the lightweight division. One hundred percent. He can easily defend his belt ten times if he wanted to. In yeah. my opinion, 
But uh, he had retired early. That's super unfortunate, in my opinion. I really wanted to watch him more. Yeah. But uh, that's going to end it for the countdown. And to UFC 288 updates for like the fourth or third time now. Dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been every episode. Every episode, least. I think there was a uh, 288 update. But uh, it's just because all the, like, these are good fighters <laughs> that are having to be switched. Now Bryce Mitchell is out. Yeah, I know. Against <laughs> like, Mosbar. What's going on? <laughs> against Mosbar Evlov. Ev- Evlov? Yeah, like Evloev or something Evlov. like that? Yeah, I don't, don't know. Don't quote us on this. We <laughs> cannot speak these Russian or these other foreign names, dude. <laughs> But Mitchell, Bryce Mitchell, this is a fight I was looking forward to. I love watching Bryce Mitchell. He is such a good up-and-coming fighter for his division. But uh, now Mazvar Evlov, who was stepped in late notice, is still fighting yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> against uh, Diego Lopez. This is going to be easy fight for Evlov. Lopez yeah. is even ranked. Uh, but uh, Evlov is on the come-up as well. He's above Bryce Mitchell in ranks. He, if he wins this, unless he wins in like the first round, early round, I don't see him moving up in yeah, the division. But uh, unless it's like a crazy knockout or yeah. something, which can happen, it's the UFC. But it is UFC. Maybe he can beat uh Jorge Masvidal's record to move up, but definitely not. That happening. would be one <laughs> doing it in like two seconds. Oh what my is gosh, it, three seconds for Jorge. I don't even know if that would be possible to beat if it was two seconds. Dude, dude. imagine. If, I just want to see the day when it's like a one second knockout. Oh, you have to like sprint full on, just like knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. I don't. That, I think that's impossible. Yeah, but uh. That's basically all the updates for that, but we're still going to stick with UFC 288. It's fight week. It is fight of the week, in my opinion. Uh, UFC 288, it's our final thoughts. We'll start with the Burns versus Balil Muhammad. Who do you think got this one? I mean, I think that low-key, this is a better fight than people think it's going to be. Yeah. But I still think that Burns just edges Muhammad. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I like Muhammad, though. I think he's pretty entertaining. Yeah. He's also, like, I think you said this in the last episode or maybe the second episode, that he's he's pretty cocky fighter, which kind of yeah. makes him even more fun to watch. Yeah, he's one of the more um, cocky fighters. He's, he's, pretty, he's a pretty good fighter. And I don't know. I think that maybe don't slouch on him quite yet here. Mm-hmm. But I still think that Burns is going to edge him out. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Belial, for the reasons I have, is... Uh, um, Burns is like a force to be reckoned with right now. Yeah. He's on his are probably his last title run. Yeah. He beat Jorge in his last fight. Uh and then he beat he also beat Neil Magny. And in my opinion, he won against Kamzat. I think he should yeah. I think he won that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh especially because like Kamzat is is terrifying. Yeah, he's never so, been hit before yeah, uh, that fight. Yeah. And he made him bleed. Yeah, Kamzat's terrifying. He's like literally the Thanos of UFC. He's like, <laughs> he's. It's insane how how scary he is. Um, because and, he just runs through people yeah. so easily. But and Burns like put up a great fight. Yeah, he made him bleed. He was able to take him down. Yeah, like I thought he won that fight, but uh, Kamzat unfortunately got it. Mm-hmm. And with when it comes to Mil- Belial, uh, he's very good. He's been five fights I think in the UFC, but also who he's beaten doesn't have the experience as the guys uh burns have fought yeah this, this, that's that's a really good point actually yeah and uh he hasn't like he's never had like a big name fight yeah. like this is his biggest fight he's had that's true so far but burns has been in multiple of those fights yeah fighting Usman in the championship mm-hmm. fighting jorge masvidal fighting kamzat shemaev yeah like burns is used to this and he's coming off a fight that just happened what two months ago yeah literally literally two months ago I'm yeah sure. if, if, <laughs> was it two months was it? Well, no, it was. Was it the last one? Jorge Masvidal was the last of last uh, yeah, that UFC was in, event. That was in February. Yeah, so UFC. I'm pretty sure it was UFC 287 where he lost. Five. Oh, oh, you come out whenever he wait when he fought Masvidal. Was it UFC 287, 286? Yeah, I think it might have been 286 because oh, okay. wasn't it the same card as um? It wasn't. Was it, was it the John Jones card or the Leon? Edwards I'm pretty sure it was card? the Leon Edwards card, right? Oh no, it was UFC 287. Oh, okay, so yeah, I he guess just wrong. he was fought in the last event, the last big event. So man. yeah, then there was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on the Pereira card. That's right. So it was literally like not even a month ago. Not <laughs> even a month ago, dude. It was February. And he's already 10th, fighting. April 8th. It was April 8th. Yeah. So and now, <laughs> not even a month. <laughs> not even a month later. Well, it'll probably be exactly. No, it'll be earlier than a month. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Burns is insane. Like, he 
he's like the utmost respect to him from the UFC. They always say you call him, he's gonna take the fight. Yeah. He'll he'll fight anyone you put anyone you put in front of him, anytime, anywhere. Which I is I love that mentality in yeah. fighters. I like I like that a lot. He's very giddy because like you said, this is probably his last champ uh, championship it's run. Like Thirty six, I think. Yeah, I, 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 this is definitely his last titleship run. I I think that if. Uh, he doesn't really make it then he probably should be done but i mean i don't know be careful whenever you're giddy like that you know because sometimes you can run into somebody who can can really kill you yeah and the ones that can uh that's been waiting like they haven't just come on a fight so they're super they're 100 percent. who knows if burns is even 100 percent. i mean with that in that fight he didn't really take much damage no not, not at all i think that and plus whenever he fought masvidal he picked him apart pretty yeah easily, i so. think it was i think he pretty much won the, every round yeah if not most of them but uh it's still going to be a really fun fight to watch. I'm super excited. I'm not going to underestimate Belial because I do think he is a good fighter, even though he hasn't fought any of the big dogs yet. But he's done him pr- pretty well. You right. see small fighters. But uh, now the main event. This is one I am actually super excited for. I'm very for. excited. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Uh, in my opinion, I think Sterling will win. It's Man. just super hard because... So I don't know if Cejudo has it. Like, if he yeah. still has it, then I think Cejudo will win. But, like, we haven't seen him fight in, what, three years now? Yeah, I don't know, man, because I think I kind of agree, but I don't love it. Yeah, I don't. I want Cejudo to win. But it's just, like, I, I love Cejudo. And plus, Cejudo is so motivated right yeah, now, dude. He, he, wants to, he wants to come back with a fire, so. Yeah, they both have plans for who they're fighting next. Yeah, I just, I, I think that if, if Cejudo wins, then it's not that surprising to me to be honest like i'm going to be surprised if either one it's just it's just so hard to say because huda was is one of the best in the ufc ever and uh i i kind of want sterling to win just because i want o'malley to be champion and i think o'malley has a better chance against sterling i agree i agree but uh like I said, they both have like plans for their fights. Like for Sterling, he has Cejudo, and then he wants to fight O'Malley, and the winner of Volk versus Yair, and then he wants to defend the belt once yeah. in each division, maybe, and then he's going to retire, which, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, that'll probably opinion. happen, though. No, which could definitely, would probably, probably will happen. Yeah, but I don't know. But if Volk wins, that's probably going to be a hard fight for him to get because Volk wants to be a lightweight. Yeah, uh, and Volk has the upper hand, in my opinion. So if you want to fight Volk, he's going to have to come down. Mm-hmm. But uh. With Cejudo, he says he wants to fight Sterling. Then he wants to fight O'Malley. And then he said, then he said Volk because he knows Volk's gonna win. In my opinion, I think Volk's gonna win too. Yeah. In Australia to become a double champ, and uh, I mean it could happen, but he's definitely not beating Volk in my opinion. This is prime, I don't think this is prime Volk. I just don't think many people can beat Volk right now. Yeah, he's Volk, pretty dominant. Volk is like a Khabib and like a John Jones. Yeah. In my opinion, he beat Islam, which is super, I want him to fight Islam. So yeah, bad, I want to see that second fight. It, it needs to happen. So bro. Dana. Make it happen. Dana. <laughs> 60 G's, baby. <laughs> Every time someone says Jana, I just think of that. But, 60 G's, uh, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> but this fight is going to be insane. I think it, it probably will go to the distance. Uh, yeah. Just because Cejudo, like I said, he hasn't fought in three years. And Sterling, uh, he's in his prime and he like looks great. Yeah. He's like changed how he's fought after that Peter Yawn fight. Yeah, this is one of those fights where, like, I feel like if it does go to the fifth round and it's, like, nearing maybe, like, a minute left to maybe 30 seconds left in the fight, I could see them both agreeing to both, like, standing in the middle and just going after it in the fifth round. Yeah, I could see that definitely happening. So Hudo, like, literally has that dog in him. Like you said, he he is determined to win these fights. And that's what I think makes him so dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, he's beat Demetrius Johnson. Uh, uh, yeah, and it, he he basically retired Demetrius Johnson yeah, from the UFC, much. yeah, <laughs> which is insane. There are people that think Johnson won because I'm pretty sure it's a split decision win. Yeah, but uh, you got to give props to him. He fought Johnson like two times, I think, and he's beaten him once. Th- this could be the end of Cejudo's career if he loses, though. Yeah, and a lot of people thought his career was already over. So if he loses, he's there's no point in him still fighting. Yeah, the, unless he comes back to you know do some bum fight and then leave. But I mean, yeah, he could fight maybe like the number three rank because he's not going to fight O'Malley if he no. loses because O'Malley will fight Sterling. Yeah. And I think O'Malley deserves it. I thought before Cejudo even came in after O'Malley beat Yon, I was like, okay, O'Malley better get a fight. Yeah, There's no one to. else that deserves it. And then I was like, Cejudo came back. I was like, okay, actually, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I could see that happening. Yeah. But, uh, O'Malley is a dog. We'll talk more about him in his next fight. But, uh, yeah, I got Sterling winning yeah. unfortunately, but it, I'm not, I don't really care who wins. 
the end of it. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if either whoever wins. It's going to be a great fight. Yeah. But uh, we'll head on into Futures. UFC 290 main card has officially been filled. Um, and the, there's actually a lot of good fights in this one. Uh, starting with um, Robbie Lawler versus Nico Price. True. And Lawler's still such a, you know, he's still a big veteran in the UFC. He's, he's just, still very polished. Mm-hmm. He's still a good wrestler, you know, even after that weird Ben Askren loss. Yeah. That, but, I mean, Lawler I mean, still goes after it, man. Yeah, like he's, he's a, a fighter. like you said, a veteran that knows how to put on a show. He's not in his prime anymore. Obviously, he's not ranked anymore. Yeah. But uh, he is always a fun fight to watch, especially as one of the early fights in the main card. Because, like, sometimes the fights in the main card is like, come on, I just want to get this over with. But uh, this card is actually really good. It's kind of stacked low-key. It, it really is. Lawler versus Nico Price, neither of them are uh, ranked. But, uh, like I said, Lawler knows how to put on a good fight. Yeah. Or a good fight for the fans. And that's why he's always he's, that's why he's kept around still. Yeah. That, Even though he's not ranked. True, yeah. U- UFC definitely likes Lawler a lot. Yeah. But so. uh, with the next fight, we have the number 10 ranked Jalen Turner and the number 11 ranked uh, Dan Hooker and of the lightweight division, uh, Jalen Turner is actually a, a young star. Yeah, this that might is, be tough for this Hooker. Is, it's going to be tough for Hooker. He's coming up. Uh, he's going to be a, a future face of this lightweight division, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's like 27. And uh, Dan Hooker is in his 30s. Hooker's been around. He's fought some uh, yeah. veteran guys, which has his that which is in his advantage. Mm-hmm. But Turner's he has three knockouts and three submissions. I'm pretty sure. So he knows how to do both. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think Dan Hooker will have a challenge if he tries to go on the mats and up on a. It's boxing. a good fight. It's a good it, fight. It is going to be a really good fight. Uh, who I think will win? I I think Jalen Turner would win that. Yeah, it's possible, but I do have Hooker just because he's the more experienced yeah. one. But again, I'm not going to be surprised if if the younger guy wins this. So. Yeah, there's always that chance. Yeah, but with the next fight. It is a fight I'm actually super excited for. The number two ranked Robert Whitaker, probably going to be the number one ranked soon if yeah. uh, when Pereira officially moves up. Yeah. Uh, versus the number six ranked. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> G- <laughs> good, good luck, bro. I'm not taking this one. <laughs> Dresus Duplessis. <laughs> oh no, dude. <laughs> Dracus Duplessis. <laughs> sure. The, sure. That's what we're going Just, with yeah. in this one. He's the number six ranked. Uh, but I don't see uh Whitaker losing. He no. is so good. Like he before Adesanya, I don't think he lost anyone in the division. This dude is is one of my favorite fighters. He to watch is right like now. Uh, the middleweight's kind of eh in the of a division, but like Whitaker, Pereira, and Adesanya always like carried it on yeah. their back. Whitaker versus Adesanya was always a fun fight yeah. to watch. Uh, however. His fighter that he's fighting against, I'm not saying his name because I'm going to just like, ruin it. Uh, he is very good, and he's on a five-fight uh, win streak right now. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up a good fight against Whitaker. But, yeah, uh, I, I I, mean, dude, if I was this other dude, I'd be kind of scared to go against Whitaker. Right I would now, be. Yeah. Like, Whitaker wants his belt back. Yeah, seriously. He, but Whitaker also streams. <laughs> it's so fun oh, yeah. to watch oh, yeah, his reactions to, do, to stuff. Like the Pereira fight and uh, Adesanya. He's like he's just like so involved in these other fights because he knows. I could tell when uh, Adesanya when he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because he could probably put up a good fight against uh, Pereira because he's more of a wrestler too. He right, knows how to yeah. wrestle more than uh, Adesanya does. Exactly. So I feel like he probably had a better chance against Pereira. Yeah, no, Whitaker's great, dude, and I, I I definitely think he takes this win, though. Yeah, I I agree with that. But uh, the next fight we have is the main event, and that is the champion and Brandon Moreno versus uh the number oh shit, number two ranked yeah. Alexandri Pantoja. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Yeah, uh, no, you got it for sure. <laughs> I got that. Killed one. it, nailed it, bro. <laughs> you nailed it. But uh, Moreno, I believe, is the best in this division. The flyweight division, in my opinion, is his. However. Pantoja, I think, is better than uh oh my god. Ferguson. Ferguson, sorry. Brain just left me for a second. <laughs> I think good, uh dude. Pantoja is better than Ferguson. And uh he is on he has eight KOs, mm-hmm. ten submissions, and this is his first title shot he's in the little, UFC. Yeah, he's a little on fire right now. I'm he's, not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, he's, he's kinda on. going off right now, so yep. This champion might have a problem yeah. in front in front of him, but I, I think this flyweight division is starting to get better. Yeah, yeah. do do we have an upset alert here? Do do we? I mean, Brandon Moreno, he is very good. Yeah, I mean, he is super good. And uh, but Pantoja is actually he's kind of going off, dude. He's going I, off. Yeah, he's he's 
pretty much running the I mean he I feel like his his championship like chance kind of happened a little quickly it really just because did. he's been running through this division but I don't know like Moreno he has the championship experience he has uh he's good at submitting he's also good at fighting but Pantoja he just knows how he just knows how to fight. Yeah. Like he can do both. He is he's the best of both worlds. Yeah. He gets down and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. I'm not gonna <laughs> I just had to say it funny because I didn't want people to be like, pause whenever I say it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> but yeah, that is gonna be a great fight. I'm excited. This this is going to be a super good card. Yeah, One no, this the, card's low-key stacked, man. It's it is good. a stacked card. I'm excited to watch it. But we'll get into that later. We'll have our final decisions on who will win. We're heading to in the news. Nganu, Francis Nganu, and one championship fighting is no longer in talks. And when I saw this, I was like, maybe it's not the UFC's fault. I don't <laughs> think it is. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't, maybe it's not. How much is Nganu asking for? <sighs> Like, dude, like you're it's a good, gotta be a lot. You're man. a good fighter, but like you're not gonna get your bag anywhere. No, it, he's asking for probably too much. It just reminds me of like some of these football players that you know want to stay on a team, but they're asking for like you know eighty million dollars a year, <laughs> and it's just like, but you're like a second string running back. Yeah, you know? you're like, like second string. <laughs> I ain't paying you twenty million. A year, <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like, but yeah, no, he's he's. I feel like he's probably just asking for too much. I don't. I just don't think the UFC wants to take that kind of risk on him right now but it's sad because i love francis and ganu he's yeah i really want to see him fight john jones and he only got better at throughout his career and like there were fights where i'd watch Ngannou and i'd be like what is this freaking dude doing swinging his arms as hard as possible and how the heck is he landing these shots because it didn't <laughs> how even... are these guys still standing <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, and I, I it's like it didn't look like there was any strategy behind some of his, his fights but then like the more he fought in the ufc like the more scary he got because he, he be learns fast. He became very technical and like became very polished too. And like yep. a polished Nganu is a scary Nganu because yes, it is. This dude's huge. Now, uh, but he could be done with the NBA, M not NBA, <laughs> MMA fighting world. Like, Which is, he, yeah, it's sad. sad to see, but. What's fun to see is he could go to boxing, and if he goes to boxing, that'd be fun a to watch too. Tyson Fury. Uh, rumors about him and tyson fury going at it yeah that would be cool now who would win that is hard to say because Ngannou I, is scary but he kind of reminds me of a uh, Devonte wilder yeah he's just a more bulky wilder but i don't know dude he, he, it's just it's tyson fury bro you can't yeah, it's tyson fury you can't say he's not gonna win man that. gets up when you knock him out like that knock it down <laughs> i thought he was dead i thought yeah. he was on the ground dead and then he just like just laying there and then suddenly yeah, they just he like shakes his. It's like a robot, dude. Like it was literally like <laughs> he he shut down for a second, and then he just turned back on, just got up and beat him. Dude, dude, just imagine how like demoralizing that is. Like you literally land your hardest punch possible <laughs> on a champion, and you're like, yeah, I just freaking won. But then you turn your back around, and bro's standing up, bro. Imagine and looking Wilder at you in like, that moment, like what the hell, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he did it twice. He did it in the second and third fight. <laughs> it's, it's like. That's all I got. How is he not out? Dude, it's because like, Fury's Wilder's got... Wilder's punch is insane. It's, it's very hard. hard, too. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. He, I don't know. Fury is just a different beast. He's a he's, different beast. Like, he is literally another breed yeah. of fighter. This guy's crazy. But, uh, yeah, that's going to end it for uh, in the news. But we're going to head into making the fight. Kamaru Usman, who should he fight next? And he is on the downhill of his career, unfortunately, to see. It looks like it from that standpoint, yeah. at least. Uh. He pitches the idea of him fighting Kamzat. Dude, that'd be awesome, though. That would be awesome, but I don't see it happening. Ah, oh, man, I wanted to have it so badly. It would though. be so cool because the I, build. Imagine the build up, dude. Like, imagine the build. I, it up would to that be fight. a huge build up. Don't get me wrong. I think it would be a good. Fight. I just don't see it happening because Kamzat is probably moving up. Oh, is he really? Yeah, because oh, I did not even know that he's probably moving up divisions into oh, light heavyweight. Frick. Not well, like maybe not yeah, then. Light, wait, middleweight. Sorry, middleweight. Not light heavyweight. But he might be, he's probably moving up to middleweight. And then because he could probably beat Adesanya, I think he has a better chance in the middleweight because it's Tomo to Kamzat. Yeah, yeah, for Kamzat because it's like an easier division. Yeah, middleweight's kind of meh, like you said yeah, it's earlier. It's meh. And now Pereira's leaving. Yeah, so, he's going up to. I mean, light all you really have is 
Whitaker and Adesanya. Yeah. While in the welterweight division, you have Colby Covington, Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards, uh, Gilbert Burns, it's just someone a, he almost lost to. Yeah, it's just a beast of a division. Dude. Yeah, like it's, welterweight is arguably one of the best divisions other than like lightweight yeah. or heavyweight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't see that happening. But, you know, an, a fight that I do see happening for him is the loser of Belial versus Burns. It is true. Because I think... Leon Edwards will end up fighting Colby Covington. And mm-hmm. then the winner the l- winner of that, the winner of Belial versus Burns will have the winner of that fight. Right. So I think the loser of Belial and Burns fights Usman, and the winner of that would fight the loser of the Colby Covington and Leon Edwards fight. It would be cool to, to see um, Colby versus Usman again, because they fought before, right? They've yeah, only fought they once. they fought twice. Or was it twice? Twice. And that Colby would... did put up a good fight against him. He, both times. Both so. times. He was really the biggest test in Usman's career I until agree. Edwards came along yeah. and beat him. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Headshot dead! <laughs> that kick is insane. Oh, I, I could talk about that any day. Yeah, it's dude. It's, so f- that's one of the biggest, like, most... It's, like, one of the, one of the more recent, like, big moments in the UFC. Yeah, because that Usman, everyone world. thought he's unstoppable. Yeah, because he kind of was. He, he was the best pound-for-pound fighter yeah, at, at the time, right? He was. Yeah. He was, and it, it's crazy that leg kick and then that leg kick just changed and he couldn't get his belt back. No, he couldn't, dude. It's really hard for a fighter to regain their belt. You, you got to beat that champion, dude. You yeah. have to really win. And that champion is coming off their first championship win and they're, that's their prime is yeah. when they're a champion and you become a champion, you're, it's hard to beat them again. However, Adesanya did do it, which is props to him. Yeah. But uh, Adesanya is... Shout uh, out Izzy. Shout out Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with Usman, I, like I said... Probably, I think the best fight for him is loser Belial versus Burns, and I think it'll be Belial, and I think he could beat Belial. Yeah, probably uh, pretty easily too. But. Yeah, he because Belial he's super experienced, and Belial's first big fight is Burns, and Usman has beat Burns. Yeah, one I think that was one time. Yeah, no, you're right. But uh, yeah, I like that. Honestly, I have like a whole. I can think of a whole like coming up fights for this division because i feel like it's super easy none of them has fought like back to back to back they've all mm. fought at their own times yeah so it's really pretty easy to put match them together yeah that's true but uh that's pretty much gonna end it for making the fight uh luke says he would love to see kamzat i would love to see kamzat but i think it'll be belial because- I, I, you're you're probably right because if kamzat move is moving up it's not gonna happen but yeah i would i would love to if see kamzat stays up put him against comms yes yeah, in my opinion yeah but uh i don't see that happening but we're gonna head into the next one next segment we have which is another fight week the goat not the goat the <laughs> the face of boxing in my opinion canelo alvarez versus john Ryder. uh canelo i'm super excited for this fight honestly like i love watching canelo fight pause if, if canelo is not the face of boxing for you then who is because this guy is it, he is the face of boxing yeah. at the moment. It's like he's he, it's saying his, his da- time, dude. Javante Davis, but no, I mean, I don't no. see Javante Davis with the fifty-eight wins right now with yeah, thirty-nine exactly. knockouts. If, no, he, and he's a multi-division no. champion. He, like Davis could be eventually, but like, dude, this is Canelo's moment for sure. Like, he is the face of boxing. Yeah, right Canelo now. is the face of boxing. I mean, Davis. I remember that interview saying he's the face of boxing. I thought I've read that. Like I said. No, you're not. Like you're, you're the you could be the face of your division. You're the face of your division. Yeah, you could be the future of boxing, maybe, <laughs> but it's just not right but now. But Canelo man. and Tyson Fury are ahead of him, in my opinion. And I think Canelo is at the top. Yeah, Canelo almost beat Flo- like almost beat Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he went the distance with the goat and Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and then Tyson Fury is just Tyson Fury. He gets like we said, gets up from on. on unfathomable punches yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude's a crazy like he's got literally metal in his head or something i don't know what it is but that guy bro, cannot it's die the gypsies dude it's those gypsies. <laughs> the gypsy king, bro. <laughs> the gypsy king. <laughs> man we get off topic a lot <laughs> saying that out there but uh back to canelo canelo's last fight was september 17th of 2022 versus Kennedy. Oh my God, <laughs> Kennedy Golovkin. Golovkin. Yeah. Uh, he beat him in a unanimous unanimous decision. And uh, John Ryder's last fight was November twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, versus Zach Parker. Mm-hmm. He won by TKO in round five. Uh, Canelo is fifty eight two and two with thirty nine knockouts. Ryder is thirty two and five, eighteen knockouts, and he's been knocked out once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Canelo's gonna win in this it's fight. It's gotta be Canelo. I, mean, I really do think yeah. he is. He's He's younger than Ryder, yet he is way more experienced than him. Yeah. He has more knockout power. 
and he's only lost twice in his career, and one was against arguably the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, Ryder's no slouch, but I yeah. think that Canelo's head movement is too good. His his counters are too good. He's got a heck of a liver punch. His yes, knockout power is insane. He's just, I feel like this is going to be one of those fights where Canelo's going to, you know, be all humble about it and stuff like that, like how he usually does, but yeah. then he's going to go into this fight and he's just going to pick this dude apart. It's, it's yeah. probably going to be. He's a super humble fighter. Yeah. And it's what I love about him. But uh, he's learned from his mistakes in that Bacol fight where he lost. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he did get, he lost that fight. Yeah, he, for sure. He was pieced apart. Yeah, without a doubt. But uh, he def like when he loses, he learns. Like he's yeah. a fast learner. He knows where he, he made his mistakes. And uh, he, I could definitely tell in his last fight, he learned from it. Yeah. And uh, and now he's fighting uh, Ryder, which I, like you said, it's not going to be an easy fight. Ryder is a good fighter. Um, but I do think Canelo's experience and knockout power and his placement and punches is just gonna is just gonna do it for him. I agree. I mean, dude, this is a good fight. Um, Canelo is like how you, like how you said is a fast learner, and, and really that's what you want to see from a boxer is is somebody that doesn't just take a loss and and like digresses if that makes any sense like yeah every, i feel like any time that canelo is in a bad or like sticky situation or if he takes an l like he's just you can kind of just see it in him that he's going to continue to just keep, keep on getting better so yeah, yeah definitely but uh i'm excited for this fight it could probably be uh the fight of the week if ufc 288 isn't but uh, I'm excited. This weekend is a filled with fighting. It's I'm gonna have to like full, be full, having full. one on my computer and one on the TV. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is two huge fights. Multi screen. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna head into our last segment. This is just a fun one. I want to add in. Who would win? Jake Paul, Logan Paul. They <laughs> don't want to hear about this one, bro. Oh my gosh, the, dude. The only. I mean, a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh, it's Jake Paul," but Logan Paul's the older brother. He is the older brother, and dude. their older brothers. It's hard to beat an older brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lose to, yeah, and lose to your little bro. Uh, like, that's a big motivation. No one wants to lose a little bro. And I'm a little bro, so like, I mean, I it's hard to beat older brothers in anything. Yeah, that's very true. I'm also a little brother as well, so it's, <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. But, like, I don't know. There's also that extra motivation for the little bro to win. Yeah, to win. There's but always I, that motivation. I think Logan's bigger, is he not? He is bigger. Yeah. He is, like, he is, what is it? He's light heavyweight, heavyweight. Like uh, weight, yeah, probably. And Jake Paul's like in the lightweight, welterweight type size area. Yeah, maybe, yeah, or maybe maybe even middleweight. Depend. I really don't know though. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Jake can get big. He can. Yeah. Uh, he can also get small. And Logan, he if he puts his mind to it, he does it. Which is that's why I like about true. Logan. Yeah. Like WrestleMania with WWE, like he makes he puts on a great show. He he like. It's not easy being in WWE because you have to learn these flips. You have mm-hmm. to, it's a script. You have to yeah. act. You have to make sure everything goes right. Yeah. He has it, to learn these flips. He has to learn uh, what he has to do. He has to learn to. Uh, it's just funny how he still loses in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> which is crazy. Like he still <laughs> he beat KSI, but like whenever he frog splashed, like he finally beat KSI, but like he still <laughs> he still loses in that the was WWE. The funniest thing. I finally beat KSI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know the him in the in the WWE is cool, and you're definitely right about him putting something to his mind, and he'll be able to do it to to accomplish it. Um, the, an interesting about the uh, an interesting thing about the WWE is that he's mentioned this multiple times is that like in boxing, you're worried about one person, like because you're face to face with one dude, and that's all you have to worry about. In the WWE, you're worried about an entire arena because that's really what you're there for is the yeah. fans and putting on a really good show, which I feel like would add to that boxing match if this was ever to like happen which it probably won't but i mean like if it was to ever to happen i mean i feel like that would definitely add fuel to the fire for yeah. for logan as well as like you know be able to get into jake's head if that was his like you know if that was his game plan i mean so, he do, they do know how to get into each other's heads yeah that's for and sure if money gets low i mean i want to see them not doing it so. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> either of them fall off but uh I mean, I remember that whole diss track era between Logan Paul <laughs> and uh, Jake Paul. Wasn't that fake beef though? I mean, no, it that might was, have no, apparently that was like like the. <laughs> it was actually really funny when Logan. This is when I actually watched Logan a lot, and that diss track yell was so funny to me because he like brought in his ex girlfriend, yeah, Alyssa Violet or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, I just, think that part was real. I think no, that, like that's gonna be tough. Like yeah. your older brother doing that to you. Yeah, that's wild. Um, that's so wild. Uh, like, Logan did not hold back. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That, that song was like the fall of Jake Paul. It's actually pretty. <laughs> good i won't lie logan paul knows how to make a good diss track because he also had the antonio brown diss track yes oh yeah a whole, I remember that. A whole lot of broke or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I mean, oh, he's God. right. I'm, he was right. Oh, oh, Mr. Uh, Antonio Brown is broke now. Yeah, he's, he's going through it. <laughs> AB is definitely got some form of like CTE or something from football. I don't know what that dude is on, but. But uh, back to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But, uh, we Like I said get off topic a lot yeah uh jake is the more experienced and he has actual wins <laughs> yeah, boxing. this is true uh but like i said logan paul is the older brother the older brother effect is real it's not easy to beat for some reason i don't really understand why but it just yeah, it's, it's a true. mental thing for sure uh and logan's fighting style is very weird like he just like <laughs> throws like, yeah i mean they're they're kind of sim they're similar in a sense because like you're, you're right his form is is weird but they're uh, they're both counter punchers, yeah. so it's like th- in that sense, it would be pretty interesting to see how that would go. I feel like mm-hmm. the first, if they were like to do an eight round fight, I feel like the first couple of rounds would be like probably much, much a lot of nothing happening. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, like, but Logan is also he's like he's a counter puncher, but he knows when to actually go forward to it. Like if he 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 can spot out stuff. Like yeah. when I was watching the KSI fight, he knew when to punch. Like he could spot it out. Yeah. But Jake Paul's exactly the same. Yeah, they're both pretty strategic in how they're gonna. I land feel like punch. they're basically the same fighter. It's yeah. just I think Jake is better. Uh, Jake is probably more calm and more accurate than Logan. Right. Because he's been in the scene more and yeah. he's fought an actual boxer. So uh, we'll see what happens. I do think Logan would need to train to fix that sloppy punching. Yeah, seriously. Because he he's, he's got that slap, which is like not very effective yeah. in boxing. Yeah. And because of that. Honestly, I think Logan in an MMA style fight would be a fun watch. That would be cool too, yeah. Because he is a all state pre- wrestler. Yeah, that is he true. He knows how to wrestle, and he know he's been in boxing. He knows how to fight in mm-hmm. boxing. So honestly, Logan probably would have a would have. He's kind of older now, but I mean, not really because MMA, like yeah, late twenties, yeah, you could early thirties, yeah, you could be thirty. That's your prime, yeah. And uh, honestly, I think Logan could be a good fighter in MMA, yeah. That's if he true. really put his mind to it, which, like I said, when he puts his mind to something, he does it well. Yeah. And he said he's going to, like, Dana White's open to the option of him letting him take a USC I did fight. hear about that, yeah. Because, like, Dana White doesn't hate Logan. He hates Jake. <laughs> yeah, no, He does not like Jake. I don't know. I, I, I still think that whenever it comes to this fight, though, Jake's just the better boxer. Yeah, so I feel that's like why I think the, he'll, he'll be the winner at yeah, the end he of the would, day. Yeah, he would be the winner, I feel like. Uh, but that's to end it for this episode of the uppercut. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like we said before, we have so much, uh, so much planned for this podcast It is a great podcast for out of pocket sports. Make sure you hit up out of pocket. Look at all their, uh, different podcasts against the call foil has riled up Jay's fit down. And of course us, the uppercut, uh, this is only episode four and I'm so excited to see what the road uh, down the line has for us. Me too, man. This is going to be awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one.